Cranford Radio today is at Kick Glass Art Studio. I'm with Sheila Hughes and Donna Slevin, who are the uh, two owners, co-owners of Kick Glass Art Studio. And we're going to talk a little bit about the business, but we're also going to talk about the art. Now, this is radio. You can't see what we're talking about, although we hopefully will have some pictures that you'll be able to look at on uh, the CranfordRadio.com site. But I think through the words, we're going to find a little bit more about what the art is all about. Why don't we start off with you, Donna? Tell me a little bit about your role and tell me about Kick Glass Art Studio. My role at Kick Glass Art Studio is really the designing artist uh, and, and primary teacher of art glass. Um, my background is 32 years doing stained glass and 10 years doing fused glass. And um, one of the things that we uh, did when we were preparing to open our business and, and offer classes was to design projects that people could do um, coming in off the street with no experience. Um, however, if they had a little bit of experience, uh, what they were learning is a new technique, a new way to um, design glass, a uh, different way to choose colors. We talk about that when we do the class. We talk about the technique. We talk about color selection. We talk about firing schedules and thickness of glass and glass compatibility. And so it's not just a come in and, and you know, be told what to do and, and leave and not have knowledge. Our um, desire is to teach glass and for people to leave with the feeling that, hey, this is something that I could do. Sheila, you serve as the manager of the business. Tell me, if I were someone coming in off the street, some of the things that I could do here at Kick Glass. You could learn how to make a stained glass piece. You could start very small making an ornament. Um, they usually have about six to eight pieces. So you would learn how to score the glass, grind it, because you have to grind it before you can carpal foil and solder, and you can go home with a piece that day. And the next bit of classes we do is we work with fuse glass, which is you take glass in one of its many forms, either powder or frit, we put it on a base, and then it has to be fused and sometimes slumped. I'm a person who's not particularly artistic. Is there a place for someone like me to come in here and learn this? Can I, can I actually make something that would look good? Absolutely. Uh, and that's one of the things that I like about this. The, the classes were designed so that um, even coming in off the street, you could make something um, and I think, I think the reason be behind that is the glass really speaks for itself. Uh, the colors are vibrant. The colors are interesting. It really is a matter of just combining what looks nice. You can take a piece off and try something else and uh, a little bit more forgiving than, let's say, paint. You can't take it paint back off once you've put it on. So we've had so many people come in and the first thing that they say when they walk through the door is I have zero creativity and when they see their finished piece they really feel like they've accomplished something uh, artistic which before that may have felt like it was out of their element. Sheila the studio is one part of the business but tell me about what's on the other side of the door here that is also part of this business. The other side has a gallery, and we have local artists from nearby towns come in, and they can display their stuff and sell it, which is great. It, we have some beautiful, beautiful pieces. Um, right now, it's all women, so we're women supporting other women also. Um, it's great. We've met a lot of people. We've learned a lot of different techniques. We even have some of the artists come in and do their pieces here before putting them in the gallery, so we get to see a different approach on how to work with items. Donna, 
you talked about you have 30-plus years of experience at this. How did you first get involved with working with glass? Uh, so I was in my 20s, and I had a little apartment um, uh, over some shops in downtown Scotch Plains. And across the street was a sign shop. It had been there for quite a while. And one day, a sign went up in the window saying they teach stained glass. And I thought, wow, that's something that I was always very, very interested in. And I went over and signed up for my first class. And the instructor, part of the cost was all your tools. So you had to purchase all your tools. And purchased all my tools and went in and I made a lamp that, in hindsight, I didn't like because I didn't like the design of it. But uh, I still have that lamp at home. And he moved. After I did my first class, he moved to North Carolina, and I had no instructor. And I spent a lot of time trying to um, be self-taught. This was pre-internet um, and YouTube video days, and I made a lot of a, a lot of very sloppy projects that I wouldn't want to show. But then, as I kept practicing and kept kept busy. I, I got better and better. And a lot of it had to do with the tools, understanding the way the tools work, the grinders help, um, glass band saws help as you get into more intricate cuts. Uh, but that's really how I started and um, moved into uh, our, our home, the home I'm still in and built a studio down in my basement. And once I had the space and I wasn't working on a dining room table, uh, I really felt like I became much more creative and my projects became bigger and I got better. And I had a lot of friends and family who would say, ooh, can you make me this thing? Can you make me that? And I said, well, I could teach you how to do it. And that's where my passion for teaching came. I realized my passion for teaching and taught friends and friends of friends in my basement for years and then all of a sudden had all of this, all of these stained glass panels and all my windows in my house were full and realized that I needed to find a way to support my um, habit of stained glass and decided to start selling some of my artwork. And when I was doing craft shows, uh, realized that there was a larger interest, not just my friends who wanted to learn. And I, that was the, the impetus, the seed that was planted to um, eventually uh, open a business teaching this. Going back to your childhood days or teenage days, were you involved with art projects back then? Perhaps not glass, but art of a different sort? Um, I crocheted, and I think I've tried every craft that's out there. I've bought every color, colored pencil and, and different papers and um, tried paper making, jewelry making, uh, painting, and I have all pretty much all the art supplies to to prove that. The one thing that I just always loved was uh, was stained glass. And once I took my first class, I really had no desire to go further in painting or go further in um, jewelry making. Uh, I just I wanted to become the best stained glass artist that I could. Now, Sheila, while Donna is the glass artist. I imagine you also do some projects on your own as well? Yes, I've been making glass with Donna years ago. Um, she was teaching in her basement. We've been friends since sixth grade, so it was a nice way to still get to see each other. We would go over, we would, I would create a piece, we would talk. It was lovely. So I have panels, I think, in almost every window of my house. And yeah, my children told me I have 29. They counted one day, so yes. <laughs> now this business... It's a different type of business than typically that you might see around town. 
Um, you talked, Donna, about how you started doing this in your basement and how it grew into people asking you how to do it. When you decided, Sheila, that you were going to open a, a physical location, what were some of the things that you were looking for in terms of what was needed to have a studio like this? Because this is not something that would work just any old place. Well, actually, Donna tells part of this story better, though it doesn't make me sound like a very nice person. Um, what we needed was space, a big open space um, because the tables were going to take up room. It's a lot of room working on a table. Um, there's some days where every table has projects on it that we're working on. So we were looking for space. The rent had to be af affordable. which, And then the other big thing when you're looking around town is how many permits you're going to need. And we needed big windows, big, lovely. One of the things I liked about the space we're in now is that there's huge windows. Lots of light comes through, and it just... We first saw this place by peeking in through the window, and I loved it. It just, I loved how much light there was. Donna, how would you describe the typical customer who comes in here to work on projects? I think for the most part, people come in with um, zero expectations of being able to uh, work on or design something. I think they come in um, not knowing what to expect. Obviously, we all know what paint is or, you know, painting crocheting, jewelry making, but I think because there's such a wide array of techniques that can be done with glass, uh, there really isn't an expectation of whether you're going to be working with powders or stringers or frit or sheet glass or colored or uh, translucent or opaque. It just presents um, endless possibilities to design something I don't think anybody comes in with expectations, and and that's kind of nice because we then can um, encourage uh, creativity, encourage um, individualism. Uh, one of the things that is really nice is if we have a class of fifteen people, uh, like we had last night. 14, we had fourteen people last night. Everybody's finished piece is completely different from the person who's next to them. And I think that very quickly it becomes apparent that they can do this and that they can ha use their individuality to create and make something very unique. For people who come here, are there scheduled classes that meet, say, once a week? Or is it you come in and you work on a particular project and then you're through? We have scheduled classes and we also do private lessons. And we let people, if they have six or more people or a group, we let them come in and also do a project. So we try to stay really flexible. When we're here every day, um, Monday through Friday, 10 to 4, we let people walk in, and they can either do a private lesson or they can just use the benches and our tools. Most of our classes are at nighttime and on Saturday mornings. And those kinds of classes, are they listed as different types of projects? Yes. We usually have classes in stained glass, and we also have classes in fused glass. So, And a lot of times we'll have two or three classes running at once, especially on Saturdays. One of the things that's here when people finish their pieces, or they finish their part of the piece, let's put it that way, they have to go into a kiln. Explain a little bit, without getting too technical, a bit about how that kiln process works and what goes on during that. So it's very interesting, um, and this is the technical part of fusing glass that I really like. Um, depending on the look that you're going for, um, the top top temperature that we usually fuse at is 1,475 degrees, and we put it in the kiln for approximately 20 hours. 
and that will give you um, two pieces of glass melted nice together, nicely together and looking like one solid piece of glass. If we want to slump it into a, a mold or a shape, our top temperature will be 1150 degrees for about 17 hours. So almost every piece uh, when you come in to take a class needs to be fused first and then slumped. And um, it's not kind of like baking a cake where you can just turn the oven on and to that temperature. It really has to go through different stages, thermal shock, bubble shock, uh, uh, bubble squeeze, and annealing uh, in order to complete the, the process. In addition to the classes and the gallery that you have here, there are some other aspects to the business as well. One of those is restoration projects. You look at some of the old houses around Cranford and the area, and they have beautiful glasswork, but some of it has deteriorated over time because these were put in many, many years ago. Tell me a bit about the restoration process. So restoration is really uh, one, of my, uh, one of my passions. I like restoration because um, it's taking something that's probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 years plus old and uh, remaking it and giving it new life. Um, we have people who, once they find out I've, I do stained glass and restoration, um, some contractors have told me, oh, yeah, there was a you know, beautiful window and I threw it out because I didn't know where to get it fixed. And unfortunately, um, stained glass is a dying art. There's not a lot of people interested in it. It's easier to um, use sheet glass or or cover up a hole in the wall with sheetrock, um, but it doesn't it doesn't add the beauty to a house that stained glass does. And to have the ability to take something that's a hundred plus years old and really is uh, the the Metals have deteriorated. The glass has um, started to warp. The the metals holding the pieces together have all started to warp, and uh, it's ready to fall apart. And to be to have the ability to take something that that that's that old, and remanufacture it and put it back together, and knowing it's going to be here long after I'm gone is really um, very appealing to me. That's one of my one of my favorite things to do. Obviously, I come in here and you can show me how to do glass, but someone who's had 30-plus years of experience is going to be able to do nicer projects than I would be able to do on my first or second try. Perhaps I have something that I would like to have made so I could have a commission. Tell me about that side, please. Certainly. I love working with, uh, with customers on commission for a front door or a window. We have thousands and thousands of patterns um, available to go through. We usually um, take parts of the patterns from one and parts of a pattern from another and put it together so that it changes the the pattern to something very personal and very um, very unique. And once we have the pattern all approved and, and decided on, then we have thousands of squares of glass that you can, that a customer can look through and actually pick the color green, the exact color green that they want. I like it darker green. I like it lighter green. We go through the box and we find the right colors. And then I order the glass and I'll manufacture it. And then they will have it installed after it's completed. But it's a lot of fun working with somebody knowing that they've taken such a personal role in design designing uh, the piece and picking the colors, making the choices. Um, it really becomes something that we collaborate on rather than something that I just manufacture, and I really like that too. And, of course, the best way to get a sense of what this is like is by looking at some of the actual art pieces. One of the links that we have on CranfordRadio.com with this interview is to your website so people can get a glimpse there of some of the different projects that have been done in the past and maybe a little bit of a taste of what they might like to try to uh, take on for themselves. 
I've been speaking with Donna Slevin and Sheila Hughes at the Kick Glass Art Studio here on South Avenue in Cranford. Donna and Sheila, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you. I'm so glad you came by. Thank you. Stop by and see what we're doing.